You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And it's another FinFans podcast. With me today is Louis Ragoni. Hello, Dolphins. It's football time. All right. Lou, this is our third season doing this. All right. Third season? Third season. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I cannot believe that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Boy, time has Time flown. flies. It does. Um, so the Dolphins announced their team captains today. And okay. um, I don't know if you heard, but the captains are Jesse Davis. Okay. Mac Hollins. Okay. Uh, Alandon Roberts. Okay. Jason McCourty and Clayton uh, Fedgelon. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of special teams captains out there. Uh, that's interesting. You uh-huh. know, you know, some of them make sense. Some big names missing. Yeah, absolutely. Big, big names missing. Who? I mean, Jesse Davis is, I guess, our captain on offense. Yep. Jesse Davis and Mac Hollins. <laughs> wow. That's interesting to say the least. Yeah, you think maybe Parker would have get get it? You know, he's been here the longest, but no, they went with uh, Mac Hollins. So, well, yeah, it's, Hollins it's interesting. May, Hollins may be more so um, special teams as well, Mike. I mean, no, it's all he's the offensive captain. Uh, Fetchlum is the special teams captain. Very, very <laughs> strange to say uh-huh. the least. Yeah, quarterback yeah. missing. <laughs> There's a lot of. A lot of veterans missing, to say uh-huh. the least. I mean, you know, there's some more. There's guys on that list that have been here a lot longer. Um, you know that. Uh, I mean, that aren't on that list. I right. should say. You know, but it is what it is. I Wouldn't mean, you think Baker would get it over a Landon Roberts? It's just interesting to me because I, these are not the guys I think of. Je- Jesse Davis makes sense to a certain point uh, because he's he's your most experienced lineman. So I, I can I can see that. Jason McCourty, I don't know, you know. Well, where's X-Man, you know, as far as the captain? I mean, he's been there longer than anybody on that defense. McCourty's a first-year player. Uh Uh-huh. Roberts is a second-year player, and those are our defensive captains. Now, these are voted on by the team, so it's interesting. You know, McCourty, Mike, we said it from the beginning, right, Uh, that he was going to be a valuable piece when they brought him in. And obviously, the team feels that way. Okay, he's a leader. Uh, he he comes from a winning organization, and he will instill that in some of these young guys on our football team. So uh, that signing went really under the radar, and it's going to prove to be very very important for us. I think as the season progresses, um, you know, the fact that he's starting and you know from day one is going to be interesting. You know, to see how long he holds on to that job. If he doesn't hold, I think you're going to see both of the guys play a lot, McCourty and the rookie. You know, Uh, Holland will be out there quite a bit as well. I think there's going to be certain packages that they're going to incorporate him into, um, you know, that'll make him a more effective player and that, that suit him better. 
than they would McCourty. So it, it's going to be interesting. I think these guys, there's a lot of interchangeable, par- interchangeable parts on that defense. And, um, you know, the fact that McCourty is a starter and Roberts and some of these other guys are starters and captains of the football team uh, is, is really interesting, to say the least. It really is. Uh-huh. Those names are very, very interesting. It goes to show you who the leaders are, Mike, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's it's that's the interesting thing about it, you know. Yeah, because there's other people you would think would be captains and they aren't. Right. We don't see what goes on in practice every day. The, the work ethic involved, and you know, I'm sure a lot of that uh, was was a factor in these decisions by the uh, by the players. So yeah, yeah, fantastic. No, I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, McCordy, it's for obvious reasons. I mean that that makes sense to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, uh, Jesse Davis makes sense. It's it's the others that I kind of question. Official uh, on special teams makes sense too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really you know Mac Hollins and the Landon Roberts who I kind of question a little bit, but uh, it is what it is, and I'm sure they voted these guys in for a reason. So congratulations to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, now we you know we had some bad news along our offensive line. Uh, you know, uh, our left tackle could very well miss the game. <laughs> and if he does, uh, you know, we're not quite sure who's going to fill his spot because obviously uh, Flores is being a little coy about that. Uh, but it's either going to be uh, Greg Little, who they just brought in not too long ago, or, or Liam, Liam Eichenberg, who was their uh, second-round draft pick. So yeah. <laughs> It's not a good situation either way, right? Uh, well, it's not ideal either way. I think if I had my choice, I'd probably rather see Eichenberg. Right. But, you know, it's it, he's got to be well, and I, I guess he's, he's coming off a lower body injury that uh, has kept him out of practice a good majority of the time. So it's tough to say what's going to happen there. Yeah, and how much work did he get at the left tackle position, Mike? I don't know if he got uh, any, about did he? About none. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think he was working more at left guard and right yep. tackle, wasn't yep, he? Yep, yep, Yeah, so. But, uh, you know, the coach said that, you know, he played left tackle in college, so he wasn't as concerned about seeing him at left tackle uh-huh. as he was about these other positions. So, you know, maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe he's just being a coach. I don't know. But uh, that's what he said. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, you know, it, it's just a never, never-ending process. It you is. Know, we, why can't we just go into a season, you know, with, with our 22 starters that, or our projected starters or the guys that, that, that made the team as starters? Um, no, we have to uh, start the season under these circumstances. You're right. You'd like to start at full strength. Absolutely. But uh, – you know, it is what it is. You got you to take it and go with it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Now, you know, this is week one, and, uh, you know, we do these preview shows, and uh, this is probably the toughest assignment we could have uh, because we have two coaches who are very secretive in what they like to do. Right. And uh, so we have to kind of try and put it together and, and give people an idea of maybe what we would do if, if, if we were um, – in charge of the teams. Mm-hmm. You know, they, uh, well, they asked Coach Flores, you know, uh, what to talk a little bit about week one and how it's different from some of the other weeks. And he just basically said, look, it's about communication, it's about techniques, it's about tackling well. 
and a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. So that was his answer, which is kind of true about any game. You know, you, you have to communicate well. You have to use good technique and fundamentals. You know, uh, he also mentioned, you know, penalties, which you'd expect, you know. So mm-hmm. basically what he's saying is we're not sure exactly what we're going to see, but whatever we do see, we have to remember who we are and uh, our assignments. Right. And the one thing you do know going into this game is that both teams are going to be very well prepared. Uh, you know, Flores will do an outstanding job having the team prepared, and Belichick will definitely have his team very well prepared. No you question know, about it. And it, it's interesting, Mike, because the Patriots at times have gotten off to extremely slow starts. That's true during some of their more recent seasons. Um, So it's going to be quite interesting. Now, last season, you know, with Cam Newton, at quarterback, didn't have a very good year at all uh, over the course of the whole season. But in years past, in years prior to that, they did get off to slow starts at times. You know, you would think that with all the veterans that they brought in, that this would be a pretty pretty prepared team. And Belichick, you know, you know he's going to throw some monkey wrenches out there at us. And uh, he he knows that if Jackson, of course, does not play at that left tackle position, he's going to attack your weakness. There's no question about it. He does that better than anybody. He takes away yep. your best players and he attacks your, your weakest players, um, your weakest positions, and he takes advantage of those situations. So... With all that, they can help the left tackle. Oh, there's no question about it. I mean, there's there's ways of going about it and and making up for the loss if he in fact is not there. And you know, when we talk about that a little bit later, going in the game plans, um, you know, we can address that. But um, you know, these teams will be prepared, and um, I expect a very very good game on both sides. You know, I don't see a lot of penalties in this game. I don't see a lot of big mistakes being made by either team. Um, if there is, it, it would shock me. I, I truly believe that these are two of the better teams and the better coaching staffs in the NFL in regard to that aspect of uh, a football team and, and what they do as head coaches. And yep. I think this will be one of the better played games for week one for sure. Yeah, both coaches want disciplined teams, and I think they stress it and uh, they get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, you know, you look at the, uh, you know, our team as a whole, you know, the offensive line you have to concern yourself with. But other than that, you know, you look around and you see the projected guys that are starting and you see a lot of veterans on the offensive side. Otherwise, you know, with Gusecki and, um, and Devante Parker and believe it or not, Mike, um, you know, in regard to the depth chart right now, um, I don't know if you saw that, but um, Jakeem Grant is actually listed as a starter for this yep. week, um, which I thought was quite interesting. I thought so, too. Um, you know, I would have expected to see uh, probably, you know, either Preston Williams or uh, Wilson out there. Or Hollins. Or Hollins, that, yeah. Because they were ranting and raving about, you know, what, what type of camp he had. And lo and behold, here comes Jakeem Grant. So maybe they have uh, something in plan. I mean, it's quite interesting, the fact that they have him, you know, up there uh, in regard to starting. But, mm-hmm. you know, that means nothing. I mean, I think you're going to see a no, lot it, of it all of these the, guys. 
the coach said basically that, uh, look, we've got a lot of different packages. And, you know, what, on our depth chart, you're seeing one package. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. So Exactly. On both sides of the football. At that. Yep, yep. But, you know, I found it very interesting because you would have never expected that. Right. Not in a million years to right. see Grant, you know, even with the first team initially. But maybe he hasn't proved that much. Who knows? We haven't seen enough of any of these guys on offense. Um, and it's interesting to me that Waddle is starting over Wilson as well, Mike. You know, right. I mean. Um, uh, it, but it, he should be. He, sh- he should be, right, to an extent. I mean, you would think that, you know, rookie Wilson would have a shot at least at being out there, you know, as the starter initially, and then, of course, seeing a lot of Waddle over the course of the game. But, um, you know, they have him penciled in as well. So, um, hey, all, you know, I- I'm happy with it. You know, we got a ton of speed out there, and, uh, you know, it's going to be quite interesting to see what they do with all that. That is true. Now, how much do you think Miami is going to try and force the run? Well, I mean, I think, you know, we just talked about packages and we might as well just get into, um, you know, how we're going to attack uh, this New England defense. I I think, Mike, you're going to see a lot of two tight end packages um, with the loss of Jackson. If, in fact, he doesn't play, I think we're going to see a lot more two tight end packages to help out um, with that left tackle position. Uh, you know, to maybe keep one of them in to block, that sort of thing. You may see the running backs not go into patterns as often and just stay back to to help protection for Tua. And maybe that's what their thought process was in regard to starting Grant at that outside spot to where he can get downfield a little bit quicker and into his um, into his route quicker than, say, a Preston Williams or a Matt, Matt Collins. Um, so maybe that's their thought process in regard to this. I don't know. All I could tell you is this, is that I think we will see a lot of double tight end sense, uh, sets. I think you'll see Smite out there quite a bit along with Gusecki, and I think that's how we're going to attack them in, the rega- in regard to running game and working off the play action as well. I think it benefits us, um, you know, in that aspect. The the negative to it, Mike, is obviously taking one of our receivers off the field in the process. Right. The so, other negative, Lou, is you're missing Shaheen. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Shaheen, you know, to me, Mike, Shaheen and Smythe are, are very similar players. Um, you know, you, you you may not have a triple tight end set, you know, in the red zone or, you know, the goal line offense, uh, you may not have that with, with, with the subtraction of Shaheen, but in regard to Smythe getting more reps as the second tight end in those formations, you know, as you go up and down the field, I, you know, I don't think you're losing a ton there. You know, I don't know, you know, I don't know, um, how far, there is of separation between those two guys. I think that Smite's probably a little bit better blocker and Shaheen's probably a little bit better uh, pass receiver, receiver, Mm -hmm. you know. So you're losing a little bit but gaining a little bit. And, um, you know, with Smythe, I think that, you know, this week if Jackson is out, I think you would probably have seen more of Smythe anyway. So we'll see. Yep. Should be interesting. Uh, How do you think they match up against the Patriot defense? You know, Mike, the Patriot defense is very similar to ours because they have a lot of interchangeable parts. When you look at them on paper, per se, and you look at their 11 starters, 
you know, without Gilmore being out there at corner is a major loss. I mean, J.C. Jackson is a very, very good cornerback. But Jalen Mills, I mean, that's a big subtraction, losing Gilmore back there in the secondary. You know, you have the other McCourty still back there and Adrian Phillips in the secondary. So their secondary is pretty solid. They've got Van Oy penciled in as one of their starters. Uh, we know what type of player he is. Um, you know, they got Winovich who comes in in certain packages. He's a very good linebacker. Uh, Dante Hightower is back. But if you look across their defensive line, you've got Gotchow. We know what Gotchow is, right? Uh, right? We didn't think enough of him to keep him. We think he's a solid player, but he's not, you know, he's not a dominant player at the nose tackle position. That's exactly fair. And then you've got Lawrence Guy and Henry Anderson, who are their other two down linemen. Uh, they're, they're all average football players. Uh, Wise is pretty good, you know, coming in in different situations. Mike, they're not world beaters here. They're solid defense, but nothing that is going to – you're not going against a defensive line that you have to be like, oh, my God, with our situation at offensive line, we are going to have major, major problems. I think that they can handle their own. Um, I think that the right side of our offensive line are the three guys that were projected to be starters, have been starters all through the preseason and are going to be out on the field in week one um, with Dieter and Hunt and uh, – um, Jesse Davis, Davis across mm-hmm. that right side. So, you know, if anything, you know, it's the left side that you have to concern yourself with, with Kinley and whoever they stick at that left tackle position. But again, there are ways of getting around that, um, you know, and I think, you know, I think with the subtraction of Gilmore, it hurts them incredibly. Uh, I think that this is a team that we can move the football on. No question about it. Well, it does, uh, you know, I would- Jonathan Jones uh, runs a four three forty. Right. And the reason I bring that up is because if we're using Waddle in the game or we're using Grant in the game in the slot, mm-hmm. then he's probably going to be responsible to cover them. And you know, running a four three, he probably can. Well, he may be able to run that fast, Mike, but can he cover a guy that right? Uh, of course, that cuts the way he does. Who knows? I mean, you're right. You're, you're Mills right. Mills runs a four six, so you can see where I'm going with this. Yes, absolutely. You'll probably see Jones as their nickel guy. Um, you know, covering Waddle in the slot, and that's fine. You know, it, listen, Waddell's the number one draft pick. You know, he's yep. the guy that's he's got to win those. He's got to win those matchups. Not on every play. But he's got to make enough plays. And if we're going to win this football game, Mike, we're going to have to have guys like him make make plays for us. It's that simple. Um, Uh You know, I love Devontae against New England. I mean, even when he was going against Gilmore, he – you know, he, he beat him up at times over the last couple of years, uh, Parker. If, if Jackson's covering him, he's, he's got a couple of inches on Jackson. Yep, he does. I mean, it's going to be very, very interesting to see, you know, how New England defends us and how we line up against them and how we attack their defense. It's, it's going to be interesting. All, Mike, we haven't seen enough of any of our guys. We don't know where Parker is. We have no idea where Waddle is. I mean, we've caught, we saw him catch what three passes the whole preseason. Yeah. Um, you know, we just don't know where they are right now. I mean, we could come out and just our offense could be like, holy shit. You know, like we weren't expecting this at all. And as you mentioned at the beginning, this is week one. We have no idea what we're in for. You know, it this is the toughest, toughest 
preview show that we're probably going to have without a question without over the a course question. of the year. Because, you know, like I said, these, these teams are, are chameleons, you know, they can change their shape or color and then, you know, just uh, uh, give you something that maybe you didn't expect to see. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we haven't even discussed Tua. I mean, you know, if Tua comes out and plays, you know, and looks like he did in the preseason, that's that's a major, major plus for us. Um, yeah. We're in a position to where, and New England's in a position where they're looking at film. Yeah, they're looking at the preseason film. Great. You know, they were playing against subpar defenses, second team defenses, you know, especially the Falcon game. Right. That's what Tua was going up against. And then they have film from last season. So, you know, if they base how they're going to defend Tua on what they saw last season, I don't think you're going to see that same type of offense. We've got different coordinators. I think Tua's a little bit more established. He's established himself. I think he's a little bit more sure of himself. I think that you're going to see a lot better game out of him. And I think that if New England prepares for him in the wrong way, they're going to be pleasantly surprised. I think that um, you know he's, he's going to surprise us. Uh-huh. I don't know. You know, it's it's interesting to me because if if I'm Miami, I want to establish a run game. If New England plays the run too strongly, then that's that's where Waddle and uh, Grant or Wilson, you know, can hurt you. Yeah, I mean, I, I see it a little bit differently, Mike. I, I see them attacking New England. I really do. I think that if they fall into the trap of um, trying to establish a running game behind our offensive line even if they run the you know on the right side quite a bit i think that they what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to use a little bit of finesse per se i don't see them just lining up and running straight handoffs and and being successful and putting themselves in third and fives third and six situations oh you'd probably see rpos yeah i think you're going to see a lot of short passes and then, you know, the occasional throw down the field, I think you're going to see the tight ends involved quite a bit. I mean, if you look at, you know, our Gasicki going against their linebackers, I like it. You know, I really do. I think that he can exploit them down the middle of the field and Smite may even be able to get some catches in the flat and 10, 15 yards down the field. And that'll open up some stuff for some of the other guys, the quick hitters to waddle and and maybe Grant, and then the you know the occasional throw down the field to some of these guys. I think they're going to attack New England. I really do. Um, well, you know, what what does Belichick do, Lou? He, he takes away your your best players, right? But who is that, Mike? Right now? Oh, I think Kazeki has to be considered uh, somebody he's got to concern himself with, right? Which means what they do is, if they're going to do that, is they're going to have to put one of their safeties on him. And if that happens, then Tua has to look outside at our receivers. You know, if they're in two receiver set or three receiver sets and they're man to man, he's got to recognize that. If he's got a safety covering him, and and I feel confident in Gasecki even against a safety. Um, but the bottom line is, is that if that in fact is the case, and Belichick does attempt to take Gasecki out, and that's a good point. 
uh, that you made in regard to taking him away, then you've got Parker and some of our receivers on the outside man-to-man, basically. And um, I like I like our chances there as well, especially, again, I keep going back to this with the subtraction of Gilmore on the outside. Yep. No, I agree with you. And I, I think that that's, you know, that's ultimately what you're going to see. And if we're going to be successful, those receivers have to win their matchups. They do. And, you know, Mike, the other thing is this, is that it is absolutely necessary to put pressure on their defense and to put pressure on their offense coming out on the field. You don't want to get into a situation to where they start getting comfortable at home, right? They're Mm -hmm. at home. You don't want them getting comfortable at home. You don't want the rookie quarterback on the other side getting comfortable to where, okay, you know, this is, uh, you know, we're going back and forth. Their offense isn't doing much. We don't want him to get comfortable out there. We want to put pressure on him to have to answer anything that we do. So I, I think it's absolutely vital that we attack we score, we put pressure on their offense to try and match up with us. That, I think that's absolutely key. Well, let's talk about their offense. What would you expect to see from New England formation-wise? Do you think they're going to go with two tight ends? Uh, well, that depends on the health of Hunter Henry. I don't know. I didn't see the injury report. I as think of he's yet. expected to play. He's expected to play. So you may see double tight end sets, and that could create problems for us. Um, you know, the receivers on the outside, they brought in the two t- – I mean, this is unbelievable how many guys they brought in as you look at their, you know, their offense. Uh, you do have Hunter Henry and you have Juno Smith, right, two new guys at tight end positions. And then you got Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne on the outside as two new receivers coming in. So they have four new – players that they did not have as of last year um, on their offense. And they're, and they're all pretty solid football players. There's no question about it. Um, Juno Smith can create major problems for you from that tight end position. So yeah, I, I expect them, Mike, to I don't see them trying to run the ball an awful lot either. I think that they're going to they're going to do a lot of play action and a lot of passes to the tight ends and some short passes to these these receivers that they have and they're going to try and move move the football in that way and then mix in the run like they love to, you know, as far as, you know, playing off of the pass. Um you know, but Again, you know, they have a lot of faith in this rookie quarterback. And I'll tell you what, we've got to nail him early on. We've got to hit him hard and we've got to put some pressure on him and put a little scare into him. Say, hey, you know, hey, buddy, this is the NFL. Welcome to it. We're going to be on your ass all day long and, and put pressure on him. We can't have him comfortable back there running the type of offense that Brady did, you know, to where they take a two, three step drop and he's just hitting guys, you know, five, six. I mean, I think that's exactly how they're going to work this offense, Mike. I think they're going to try and do something similar to what they did with Brady all those years. Um, You know, if you look at their offense as a whole, uh, that's what you would see from this, right? I mean, even their slot guy, uh, Jacoby Myers, you know, he's another decent football player. Yes, he is. 
that's that's you know they're saying he had a great camp. Um, so you got guys. I mean, Aguilar's you know he he can get deep, and so can Kendrick Bourne, but they're not world beaters on the outside either. So I think this team is going to be a lot of doing. They're going to be doing a lot of dinking and dunking, much like they did with Brady. So you know we've got to be up to the task, and we've got to make sure that even though he's getting rid of the ball quickly, that we're around them. Knocking passes down, or you know, our corners should be fantastic on the outside covering guys. And you know, I wouldn't be shocked to see one of our corners, you know, our nickel guy, uh, covering a Juno Smith and not allowing one of our linebackers to be matched up on him one on one. Well, I so, think he'd probably have Roe cover uh, Smith, and, right? Uh, then maybe another cornerback or whoever on Henry. Yeah, well, I mean. I don't know if you want Coleman on him or not, you know? Yeah, I mean, listen, the thing about our defense is this, Mike, is that our two corners are going to play man-to-man, which frees up our safeties to do whatever the hell they decide to do with them. So as long as our corners are up to the task, I'll tell you what, the fact that you can do that just helps your defense incredibly. And with the fact that they have such good tight ends, that's definitely going to help us. There's no question about it because – you may have a linebacker on Juno Smith, and you may have the safety helping over top. So if they attempt to do that, you know, you they may you may see double coverage on a guy like Juno Smith. You know, much like you were talking about how New England is going to attempt to take Gasicki out of right. uh, out of our offense, we may very well do the same thing in regard to Juno Smith. You know, to where we have a safety double doubling him over the top, to where they're not allowing him to get the football and if he does get the football they blow him up over the middle so you know the fact that our two corners are as good as they are and that they can play man-to-man all day long I'm more than confident with that and I like our nickel guys as well you know I think Jacoby Myers you know might be a little bit of a mismatch for Coleman or Needham whoever he goes up against but those guys are going to have to be up to the task you know I mean again the guy's a solid football player but you know, it's not like you're going against Jarvis Landry or, you know, one of the better slot guys in the league. I mean, these guys are, are all pretty solid football players, but we've got really good football players on our side of the uh, defense as well. Right. So it's going to be interesting. I, I kind of think that uh, New England is probably going to run the ball with them more than maybe you're thinking. They very well might. I mean, you know, the thing is this, Mike, is that, you know, when, when you look at them, and you look at their running game. I mean, who do, do they scare you? I mean, honestly, the guys that they have at running back, Damian Harris, he's a good running back. James White, you know, he's a great receiver out of the backfield, but he doesn't really hurt you in the running game. And then behind Damian Harris, you have the rookie Stevenson. Um, we don't know anything about him. I mean, knowing Belichick, you know, well, this guy's I, I, a world I do beater. know something about him. I know that he ran for 217 yards in the preseason and scored five touchdowns. Right. That's what I'm saying. And you may very well see him get the majority of the carries because Belichick always has, a, you know, a card up his sleeve, you know, whether it's, you know, legally or illegally, right? Now, one thing so. that should be said about Stevenson is he did dislocate his thumb. Okay. So right. they're expecting him to be able to play, but there's always a little doubt when you have something like that. Right. Listen, 
they're going to attack us however way they feel they're going to be able to beat us. And and you know what, Mike? If they try to run the football against us, I think it plays right into our hands. I really do. Do you? I, yeah, I do. I actually do. I think that our defensive line is pretty good across the board. I know they have an extremely good offensive line as well, but I think that our front seven, if they're running the football and Landon Roberts and those guys are out there, that's their strength, Mike. You know, that's... Those are their strengths. If they if they come out in a base offense with double tight ends, um, which they very well may might, you know, they're going to probably do the same type of thing that I feel we're going to we're going to do. Um, <laughs> you know, our guys have to be up to the task. I mean, they're going to have you know seven guys that are capable of blocking up front, and that's where you know you have your corners and your safeties. Uh, again, another positive thing. You can have the safeties come up and just be at the line of scrimmage with the fact that you've got two corners that can stay out on an island. So, you know, you bring the extra guys in closer to the line of scrimmage to help against the run. So let them do it. That's fine with me. Let them do it, you know? Uh-huh. Let them run the football against us. That's fine. I mean, we're not going against Earl Campbell out there or, you know, or um, anybody, Curtis Martin or any of those guys, you know? So. Um, you know, I think that, you know, if they do run the ball out with Damian Harris and this kid Stevenson, great, do whatever you need to do. You know, I like it. Well, I'm thinking you go that route because you're trying to protect the quarterback a little bit, you know? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. So we'll see. It's going to, it's going to be an interesting game. I mean, the teams are so close in, uh, you know, philosophy that it's, it's really hard to, uh, separate them, you know? I mean, they look, I mean, if you look at the offenses, right, you know, we're minus, of course, you know, Fuller, which sucks. Right. You know, it would have been so nice to have him on the outside. But if you look at the depth of receivers that we have on offense, Mike, I mean, my goodness, we could throw a five receiver set out there if we wanted to. You could bring in Preston Williams and, and Albert Wilson, and you've got it, Hollins, you know, you've got six guys that are capable you know, on the outside. And that's kind of scary, you know, if you look at it as a whole, if they decide to do stuff like that. Um, you know, what does New England do in that situation? You know, minus the fact that Gilmore is not there. Um, you know, I think we have mismatches in that situation. Now, you know, it just depends on what our offensive line does. And the fact that we lost Jackson could very well hurt us in that aspect of it. That's why I think you'll probably see a tight end in there quite a bit, you know, as far as to help blocking or whatever. But, you know, that's not to say, Mike, we can't go with four four receiver sets either, you know, in certain situations and eliminate, you know, the, the you know, the running game. You know, not even put a back back there. Well, I can see know? that with a little hurry up at, at some point in the game. You could see Waddell line up in the backfield and they can run with him. I mean, we are a little bit more versatile with with the personnel that, that, that we have than they are right now. I truly believe that because there's a lot of formations, especially of Grant's in, in, in the game as well, to where, boy, you, you run those sweeps with him, you know, coming around on inside handoffs or whatever the case may be, or you play action off of that and throw the ball to park. There's, we just have a lot more going for us and a lot more guys that can do a lot of different things than New England does. You know, yeah, they have the two tight ends that, that are capable – 
but we have the same thing and then we have more you know more you know we have waddell we have um you know grant as i mentioned that can run the football out of passing formation so it's going to be interesting i think you're going to see a nice mixture hopefully these coordinators as i'm looking at our offense mike i'm looking at all these plays you know all these things go through your mind right like like what can we do with this personnel that we have and there's so many things. I mean, I that's why I, you know, when you mentioned that, I think, you know, running the football, I think that, you know, we can pass the ball in the flat to our running backs and it, it'll be just as effective than us just trying to run straight right. handoffs. And, right. And I'm sure you'll see that. Yes. And I hope they're just very, very imaginative in this offense because I, I'm afraid to hear you Monday. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, I'm, I, you know, I, I just, you know, as I look at the personnel, Mike, I just think that, I mean, my God, if they go vanilla on this thing, you know, I think that they're doing us an injustice. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with, with, with getting rid of the ball in three seconds, you know, four seconds. You know, I think that regardless of who's in the game, you know, you just, you know, you just change the project, the protection to that side and you give two of the extra second or two by doing that. But, you know, you, you can't be conservative. There's no way you can be conservative, not against Belichick. You've got to send him things that he's not prepared for. And that's how you beat him. And I hope that that's what they do. No, I think ideally, I mean, this is common sense, but you, you want to get a couple of score lead. That way you're putting the pressure on Jones to, uh, Maybe make some plays downfield that uh, he may not be ready to make. Right. Let him make mistakes. Right. I mean, you know, the, listen, Mike, the whole thing, you know, as you look at it from last season, you know, the most important factor in putting Tua in last year, right? And the only factor now that matters is the fact that he got the experience, right? right? He's a half a season ahead of where Mac Jones is right yep. now, right? the way you look at it. He's got the NFL experience. He quarterbacked, what, 10 games for us last year? Nine games? I don't remember what it was. Mm -hmm. So he's got a half a season ahead of this kid. So, you know, he should have the advantage in this game, plain and simple, you know, just for that simple fact. Um, And that's going to be telling. You know, you don't want their quarterback outplaying ours. You know, our quarterback's got to outplay them regardless of the circumstances. Well, Jones has one advantage that Tua doesn't have, and that's maybe a little better offensive line. Yeah, there's no question about that, Mike. But, you know, here's the thing. You know, as we go through the season – We're going to, number one, we're going to have injuries. You know, that's the bottom line. We have to overcome those injuries. Um, And, you know, we're going to have circumstances like we do with this this COVID situation with Austin Jackson. So you prepare yourself for that. It's up to the coaching staff to make the proper adjustments to put him in the best position, you know, to succeed. And, And that's it. And then after that, it's a matter of him producing. And I think he's going to do it. So, um you know, every week's going to be a different challenge. This week, I love the fact that we're opening up against this team. A win would go a long, long way in where we're going this season. There's no question about it. Um, you know, if we come out of there and we play just an exceptional game and we still lose because they played a better game, I'm okay with that. Um, but, you know, there's – I you, you want to see a very good football game out of this football team this week. I want to see a win. I'm not going to be okay with no loss. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to be okay with a loss, Mike. But, 
you know, if you have to give the other team credit in the fact that we lost the game, well, you never want to, but there are times where you have to. You, you know, you look at you look at it and you say, you know what, we played a hell of a friggin' football game, but they were just a little bit better than us. Okay, I I can swallow that pill a little bit more than us going out there and throwing, you know, just a, a shit bomb out. And, you know, and, and we come back and saying, oh boy, we got a lot of work. You if know, I'm coach Flores. I am looking at this game and I am saying, you know what? Out of our division games, this is one of those games where we have to have. Yep. Agreed. That's how I'm looking at this game. Now I may not tell the team that, but in my mind, I'm saying we have got to have this game because you know, it has playoff implications later, mm-hmm. and uh, you have to believe that Miami is the better team right now. Maybe not a lot better, but they are better. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're definitely better at the skill positions. They they have better uh, corners on defense, especially with Gilmore out. Right. You know, they, they have some advantages, and uh, you've got to come out of this game. I don't care if it's 24-23, but you've got to come out of this game with a win. I agree. Uh, do you totally have a prediction? Agree. I think we win this game 24-14. Wow. Yep. I'd be I, very happy with that. Yep. I think our defense is going to do an extremely good job this week. I mean, they looked, Mike, they looked crisp when they were out on the football field. I, I don't see any reason as to why we can't hold this team to 14 points. I think we're going to come up with a few turnovers in the secondary. Um, I, I'd be shocked if we don't in this game. Regard, I think the rookie quarterback is just that. I mean, if he comes out, Mike, and, and he doesn't make mistakes, all the power to him. But, you know, I think as a rookie, you're going to see a couple of mistakes out of him. Um, you know, this is the NFL. And and I know what they're doing there. I know they feel confident in him, uh-huh. but first game, he's you gotta. I mean, you gotta win. You gotta beat him, Mike. Just like you said, you, you have to win this football game. So, I I think we win by ten points. I really do. I think that you know the offense. I think will do enough. I think that you know with the loss of Jackson, if in fact he doesn't play, it'll probably hurt us to some extent. It, I don't think it's going to hurt us as much in the fact that. Um, you know, we're going to just get dominated. I think it's going to hurt us in what we wanted to do as an offense as a whole. I think that, you know, if you have to keep extra blocking and it takes away what you, what, what you can do downfield, you're taking a guy out of a route, right? So it, you know, you're, you're, you're basically losing a guy because now you're doubling up to help that tackle or you're keeping the running back, in the backfield to to have a little bit more protection and you don't want to have him in the flat as you know as a guy to check down to so it hurts you in that aspect but i think overall that the coaching staff can make the proper adjustments to where they'll still be able to be successful on offense. So I see a 24-14. I mean, just for the simple fact as to what you said, i think on paper we're a better football team right now. Yes. All right, so what are I your mean, thoughts? I, I see it very much the same way. I, I don't see a ten-point victory. I think Miami is going to have to work for this one. I do think it will be closer, uh, but I but I do think twenty-four points sounds like about the right number. But for uh, the Patriots, I give them uh, twenty. Okay, I can live with that as well. They get a late touchdown. Yeah, yeah, twenty-four twenty. I think is is probably mm-hmm. how I see it. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Now, that's assuming we don't make a lot of mistakes and, you know, give the game away. But assuming right. both teams play disciplined football, that's about how I see it shaking out. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, Mike, you look at our special teams, right? Our return game. Uh-huh. You know, we our, didn't talk our, about that, right? Our, our kicker. Um, you know, I mean, we just have really solid players. At, at, you know, even in those situations, I mean, you know, you get the ball down to the 40-yard line, you know, in the New England ter- into New England territory, and you've got a shot at points there with Sanders. You know, yep. I mean, th- that's all you need to do. You know, just keep putting pressure on them. Get into their area, uh, you know, into their zone, and, and put points on the board consistently and keep their offense off the field. You know, move the football. You know, and no, no three got- and outs. You've got Waddle and Grant who can flip the field on you, and uh, absolutely, you know that's a big advantage. That's an advantage that I don't think they quite have. Um, right. But we'll see. Yep, we shall see. All right, Lewis. Yes, I think we're going to wrap it up. I'll uh, be back with you after the game, and uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, so it'll it'll be happy, Mike. I, I have all. Yes, I, I feel good about this. All right, I'll bring the beer. I really do. I feel. I hope I don't eat my words here, but I feel really, really good about this football game. Truly do. Uh, right? it's, it's easy to feel good about week one. Right? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. In years <laughs> past, you know, I mean, we'd have to go back. You said this is our third season. We'd have to go back and look at, uh, you know, well, look at last year. And, and oh, week no, one, I don't want right? to look at last year. Those are those are ugly games. That was not a good game last right. year. The year before, you know, we knew what we right. were in for early right. on. I mean, we had a cast of no-names. Last season, we did not play a very good game defensively, um, you right. know, but – I think this defense has come a long way since week one of last year uh, as to where they're at now. And, um, you know, I'm confident, absolutely confident. All right. So the defense is going to win the game for us, right? The team is going to win the game oh, okay. for us. Right. It's not going to be Tua winning the game for us. It's not going to be the defense winning the games for us. It's not going to be Waddell winning the game game for us. It's going to be the team, the coaching well, that's, staff. That's the way it should be, right? And the team as a whole. Yeah, it just pisses me off You know, when people say, well – you know, the defense, yeah, no, they were responsible for a good majority of the win, but it, it's got to be a team contribution because once you get into that situation where it's, you know, a Dan Marino pulling games out for you at the end, in the end, you're not going to be a successful football team. Um, you know, it has to be, uh, you know, a team you effort. You have to play sound, disciplined football. On both sides both of the sides. football, special yeah. teams, coaching staff has to make right decisions. There's a lot of good things Clock about management. this football team, you know, that you got to feel good about yep. in regard to the team. All right, Lewis. Uh, well, like I said, we'll be back after the game. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Lewis, thanks for joining me. Very welcome. And until next week, guys, fins up. Fins up, Dolph fans. Let's go. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. 